everyone, and welcome back to another episode of We Talk Extensively. I'm Jill. And I'm Maddie. Let's break down our hot takes on this week's sports and pop culture news. It's guest week again. <laughs> we have a recurring guest. Nastasia's back. How have you been since we last recorded? I mean, we saw each other in person. I know. It was so exciting. So uh, things are good. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it seems like it was like a long time ago, but I mean, it was only like a month ago. Yeah, it was like five or six weeks ago. <laughs> but like also feels like a year. Oh, yeah. Oh, have you done anything exciting this weekend? Not super, really. I um, hung out with my sister yesterday, which was fun. But oh, nice. Not mostly working. <laughs> Your sister posted an Instagram recently, which like made me laugh so hard because <laughs> it was of her and Mike, but they're like tiny little babies. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think that was from when they were like 15 or 16. It's been a, right. it's been a while. And uh, I told her, I'm like, where are the recent photos? She goes, we have none. I'm like, no, I definitely have photos of the two of you. There's got it. Like, there has to be something more recent from like a holiday. I don't know, like Christmas or something. I don't know. Well, they always complain that they don't take good photos together because Tamara either has like a something wrong with her hair and it's not cooperating or Mike's eyes are closed. He like notoriously closes his eyes in pictures. So they like make me do photo shoots for them. And I take like 20 pictures and they only ever like one. So it didn't really surprise me. (laughs) Okay. Can we please like remedy this, this upcoming holiday season? Oh yeah. We're going to do a whole Christmas photo shoot. Okay. And she'll be thrilled because she'll be out of her, her boots, her cast. Oh, right. Her leg. (laughs) Totally forgot. Oh, man. What a treat. I also have done nothing exciting this weekend. I've just been like, I got back on Friday from Chicago and then like went to dinner with a friend on Friday night. And then yesterday I just like ran errands. And today as well, I have to run errands. Pretty much checks out. Adult weekends now. (laughs) I also have like a wedding next weekend. And... Don't know what I'm going to wear yet. I feel like that's a next weekend problem. Well, the issue is it's in Chicago, so. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe a little sooner than that. Right. I leave on Friday. But, like, we haven't gone to many weddings in the last couple years, so I feel like. I know, it's just, like, very weird. We have to wear a mask. It's, like, a lot. So, I have, like, a black lace dress that maybe I'll wear, but I'm, like, is this too funeral vibe? I feel like it's all you can accessorize it. It's all on the jewelry, right? So we'll figure and shoes. I guess we'll talk about the sad news first that happened this weekend. Did you get a chance to look into Astro World Festival? I did. It's super sad. It's really upsetting. I feel so bad for well those people and their families. It's awful. So, base. I mean, basically, what happened? And I don't really understand the concept of Astro World festival like I I don't get if it's multiple days or just one day but the headliner is Travis Scott and I think it's like put on by him he made the festival right I'm pretty sure like his festival (laughs) and you know his set started and I guess there was so much 
crowd, like people rushing to the stage that people just died from like being trampled or like they couldn't breathe because they were like so pressed up against other people. And I think the fence, I think the most upsetting part is that people were like screaming at him to stop. And there's like videos of people like climbing up this ladder, which I assume is by the stage, like yelling at him to stop. And he just like, does not. I mean, he eventually did. But I think it took like, a while. And then there were like reports that where people were like, Oh, no, like Kylie and Kendall were there, but they're okay. Like, obviously, they're not standing in the mass crowds with the regular people. It, it, honestly, it sounds like it was just really too many people in too tight of a spot. It's like one of the first probably massive events with yeah. that many people again. And they just, I don't know, I don't even know, like, if somebody were yelling at me for help, I would try and stop. I read a lot of things like you couldn't see because the lights were blinding. No, I mean, I, I like saw a video and like you can hear it. It's loud. Yeah. I feel like as soon as you hear somebody yelling for help, even if like, okay, maybe people faint at concerts or yeah. it's pretty standard that like, fever, you know, fever, other people you know. hear it occasionally. Yeah. But I still feel like if there were that many people yelling, you'd want to stop and check. I don't know. Right. Maybe that's my, my, my personal I think it's like a a human thing but I don't know again he's come out and said that he's like working with the families of the victims he did eventually stop and like didn't go back on stage but it's just like why are we focusing on Kylie and Kendall Jenner being safe when like obviously they weren't at a risk of being injured I know and also like I can't believe Kylie didn't take down her Instagram stories they were up okay. for like days before she took them down. I don't know. Yeah. Just, the whole thing seems really unfortunate and a little, I'm glad they're investigating it. Like reading yeah. the stories of the people who were there, who are now out of the hospital or who are okay. It I just sounds can't imagine, terrifying. Yeah. I can't imagine being in that situation. It sounds like, like, what do you do? Yeah. I don't even know. Also this like just thoroughly diminishes my desire to go to any like I didn't have a desire to go to any one of those festivals before but like now it's even at a lower percentage the thought of being around that many people and like them touching you I just I'm not into even before COVID like it's too much oh no that's too I like people and that's too many people (laughs) people in my personal bubble no no like we we gotta clear that space because so the F1 race two weekends ago was like the biggest post COVID event in the world. Like I think the final day had 140,000 people and I never once felt controlled. Yes. Like there wasn't an instance where I felt like I was going to die. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with crowd control at certain things. And you would think there'd have to be a lot of security. Yeah. I well, I read know. that, and then somebody was like, "I only saw one security guard. Like, what was Th- one this security makes no guard sense. supposed to do?" Right. I'm like, "No, one security guard can't stop a stampede of people." Like, no. could you imagine being that security guard? Like, what are you? What's going through your head? I don't know. And why don't people just act in like a normal human fashion? Like, why are you trampling and stampeding people to get? Well, I would imagine like, Travis Scott is not going to touch you. Right. 
<laughs> yeah, but like I would imagine a lot of these people weren't sober and then it just For escalated. Sure. Yeah, probably lots of drug use. Yeah. Oh, oh, another reason why I just can't control those people and I don't want them anywhere in my bubble. <laughs> You think we'll stay at home with the new dog that's on its way. Right. She arrives in like a week and a half. I don't feel prepared. <laughs> My mom I... is coming. So. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Which like is going to be a huge help. Like that. Just like even for like bathroom breaks to take her out like every couple hours. So. <clears throat> Yeah, oh, she'll so you're be not here. going like puppy pad in the condo. You're going to take her outside and train her that way. Yeah. So I home. have, um, I bought like doggy lawn, <laughs> which I put on my patio. <laughs> and like, because, because she won't be fully vaccinated when I get her, she like, they basically recommend that you don't take them outside or around like outside where there's like lots of dogs that you don't know and whatever. So, I mean, there's dogs around here all the time. So I think for the first like month until she's like fully vaccinated, we're just going to use the patio lawn, but still not in the apartment. It's in, <laughs> it will be on the patio. I'm I'm going, how long this lasts and how well it works. I expect full daily reports. I will. Um, and I'm going to attempt to train her with the little bell things. <laughs> you so like keywords. Yeah. And with the, so with the breeder that I am, they have like a Facebook group and this one guy like posts a lot in there. And he posted about how he trained his dog, like with the bells. And I was like, tell me, like, give me all the tips, please. <laughs> You're going to be the new, um, uh, what, what was that show? The Dog Whisperer? That's yes. Oh, yeah. 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 And uh, it will basically be at the same, I'll get her at the same time that Carlin has her baby. Oh, fantastic. New mom right. in the friend group. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't believe that's coming up. But this will segue into our next discussion where I want to spend most of the time because I personally, and if Jill's upset that we don't talk about anything else, I don't care. But I personally don't want to talk about anything else but Aaron Rodgers. Oh, Aaron Rodgers. Who like, okay, I had so much respect for him like before this whole situation, which we'll explain in a second, came out. I mean, he was like a phenomenal quarterback. He wasn't even doing so well on Jeopardy. He was a Jeopardy host. Um, but then, like, he started dating and then got engaged to Shaylin Woodley, which was, like, minus 10 points right there. I mean, anybody who doesn't wear deodorant, I don't know if I could get on board. And, like, she eats clay for health purposes, and I just don't understand that. So, basically, in a press conference in August... Aaron Rodgers comes out and says he's immunized against COVID, which in my mind means you're vaccinated. And I think in a lot of people's minds, they infer immunity as vaccinated. And to that point, we hadn't heard that he had had COVID at any point. So I'm like, it has to be vaccination. Like, how else do you get immunity unless you're vaccinated or have had it? So... 
in a, a plot twist this week, it's announced that he has tested positive for COVID, won't be able to play today against the Chiefs, and basically that his whole immunized thing is a lie. <laughs> like, I just... I don't really follow his treatment. I have so many questions. <laughs> I just, obviously, I am so in the vaccine yes, world right now. Yes, you are. I just have so many thoughts about this whole situation. Because there are people who are getting, like, um, antibody treatments, like monoclonal antibody treatments, yeah. who can't get the vaccine while they're getting the therapy. But they get a medical exemption for, like, a very small time window. Yes, and then they get the vaccine. Yeah. And like anybody who's allergic to the vaccine, you get assessed by like an allergist or an immunologist. And a lot of the time they do their assessment and they say, okay, great. We immunize you in like an emergency department to keep an eye on you. Or if you're allergic to this type of vaccine, we'll give you this other one, like maybe J&J instead of right. one of Pfizer's or Moderna's. I don't know. Right. I just have so many so many opinions. Like, that's the thing, okay? There are two different types of vaccines. Well, there's like, I know that there's multiple like brands of vaccine, yeah. but there's two different types, like yeah. the mRNA and the whatever Johnson & Johnson is. Viral vector, yeah. yeah. So like he's claiming that he's allergic and that's why he's not getting it. But he also threw in fertility because, you know, that's a real myth buster that everybody... Okay, I missed that part. But like, wow, what a treat. And then he's also thrown in like body autonomy. Oh, and this is my favorite part that (laughs) he refers to the people who like are encouraging vaccination as woke. And he refuses to buy into woke culture. And the woke mob was coming after him. Yeah, I cu- I couldn't. That was that was like my last thread of this whole article. It's like, okay, well, if you're allergic, you follow the policies, and like, this is what I do, right? Like, I'm like, all right, so here's how you take all these steps so we can help you. Oh, it's like, first of all, this is like a little bit different because there was a lot of things going around in the U.S. like last year around the whole Black Lives Matter and how all these people are like now woke and what whatever. So I feel like he's just comparing it to that and I don't feel like it's the same comparison. And no. also public health is not like a woke thing, okay? Well, I don't know when science became an opinion. Like right. I didn't realize that you could counter evidence. And like science is the first to say, okay, we don't have enough evidence on this. So here's what we're recommending now, but it could change. Like it's right. not, you know what I mean? I don't know. I He just, and then, and then this is like the worst part of it. So the NFL, their policy on vaccination, they did not mandate it. Yeah. As far as I know, none of the major sports leagues have mandated it. They've just put in like fines and suspensions and stuff if you do if and pretty strict protocols. Yeah, yeah. if you get COVID and like something ha- like something to your team happens or you can't play or whatever it happens to be. So in the NFL, <clears throat> you're not required to be vaccinated, but if you are not vaccinated, there's all there these procedures you have to yeah. follow. Like you have to be masked around everyone you're you're interacting with you have to do virtual media sessions 
Aaron Rodgers hasn't done a single virtual meeting session this year, like with media, and hasn't been masked in a single one. I saw that. Yeah. So, and the problem is he's going to get, you know, a fl- some binds, a slap on the hand. But the Packers organization is really going to be looked at here be- for not enforcing yeah. the protocols. Yeah. And honestly, I was secretly hoping that, so in the NFL, like Aaron Rodgers has to, he doesn't get paid for the game today. <laughs> I don't know who's here. Ignore them. They're not important. It's like your mom. (laughs) There's no car in my driveway. It's why I'm confused. Okay. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) So like he has to forfeit his salary for the game today because he can't play. But if, okay, so if he caused an outbreak that, and the Packers had to forfeit the game, the entire, because it was caused by an unvaccinated player, my understanding is no one on the Packers would have gotten paid for today's game. Really? So he could have just impacted not only himself, but his team and the entire organization. Yeah. And I don't know if the Chiefs would get play, paid. Honestly, I assume that they would because like, it really has no, it's no fault to them. Like it's caused by the other team. But he also, I think, I forget, they'd have to take the loss, like the Packers would have to take the loss because they forfeited. So I was secretly hoping that that would happen. <laughs> like, I don't know. I like, I feel like everybody's going to be in kind of a similar boat as soon as this, if you're choosing to be unvaccinated, you're basically choosing to reduce your pay at this point if you're not allowed to. But I have to say, like, a lot of teams in the NFL are fully vaccinated, have come out and said that they're fully vaccinated. Um, Even in the NHL, like, I think at the start of the season, there was four players that weren't vaccinated. Yeah. (laughs) Your hometown hero being one of them. Just just one of those lovely people from my hometown representing as well. Who basically said he doesn't care that he's giving up half a million dollars because he can't play in any of the games in Canada. Yeah, well, at least the NFL is different than the NHL like that, right? Like NHL, you can't come across the border because you'd have to have your quarantine protocol. NFL at least doesn't have any Canadian teams, I guess. But Right. So it's really, I mean, the the only league that's severely impacted is the NHL with the border crossing because even the NBA, like... I mean, each team maybe plays the Raptors once. So you're sitting out like one game. But like, you know, the NFL doesn't have to deal with that. So, but I was secretly hoping it caused like this whole thing because when it was first announced that he was, got COVID, I assumed he was vaccinated. (laughs) That was a mistake on my part. And Well, it also would have sucked more, I guess, because then you know, like... (laughs) Right. It's worst strain of the virus. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, oh, this is going to show the Packers because the Packers have been like, there's been feuds in the off season between, you know, him and the Packers and them not start like whatever. And then finally they decided, like he decided to show to camp and, and play, but no one really knew if he was going to like come back out. And I was like, oh, this is going to show the Packers for, like, screwing over Aaron Rodgers. And now I'm like, uh, cut him loose. (laughs) I feel like this is really going to impact his career. I'm really, really curious to see how it plays out. Yeah, And, I mean, 
I hope his side effects from COVID aren't awful because that just sucks and you don't wish that on anybody. But I think I read they were mild. That's like a, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's just now I have no sympathy for him. And also he's come out and was like, I didn't lie about being vaccinated. Like if someone had asked me, I would have explored, like I would have told them. And it's like, okay, but when you say you're immunized, like 95% of people are going to assume you're vaccinated. It's true that, you know, that's a, the general public understanding. Right. I, don't know. I question when, everybody now. <laughs> trust nobody. Are you sure? I think I'm going to download, like, you know how in Canada we have, like, the QR code readers for the yes. proof of vaccine? I'm going to have to download my own. I'm, I'm now my own business, and I will check your proof <laughs> of vaccination any event that I have. <laughs> I go and get my booster t- uh, tomorrow. Oh, that's fun. Ours yeah. are starting to roll out here. Yeah. Um, it'll I just, be mostly general public, like yeah. It sounds like my dad got his, um, yeah, but that's because he's old. But yeah, all the seventy plus can go if they're after yeah. their certain interval. Yeah, so I think my mom will get hers soon. But yeah, I'm very excited to get my booster, and I hope the Packers lose tonight. Even though I don't like the Chiefs because Jackson Mahomes drives me insane. But. Yeah, yeah, well. I don't know. I just feel like it would be a great story, though, if the backup QB could, like, pull out a win because... So the quarterback on their practice squad also tested positive for COVID. So from what I can understand, they're playing the backup QB, Jordan Love, I believe his name is. Yeah, his first season or something. Yeah. And Blake Bortles, who Jill is obsessed with from the good place. (laughs) <laughs> because so he used to be the quarterback no. we've discussed this before with Jacksonville Jaguars and apparently I haven't watched the good place oh I, I have, have watched that. the good place okay. he is regularly mentioned and featured <laughs> it's like a running joke so she, when this whole thing broke she texted me she's like oh my god Bortles is gonna... <laughs> and I, okay I was in a meeting with like a bunch of like partners in our firm and it was during lunchtime, but I got that text and I just started laughing and everyone (laughs) stared at me. And then I had to explain that I thought it was hilarious that Aaron Rodgers got COVID. (laughs) Now play play portals. Just what everybody wants to talk about in a work meeting. (laughs) Just like, and then Jill's like, tell them it's from the good place. And I was like, no, I've embarrassed myself enough. The good place was a fantastic TV show. Right. I've heard really good things and I think it's on Netflix. So at some it point, is. you I should need watch to it. To watching it. Also, like, who doesn't love Kristen Bell? I know. I'm obsessed with her. Also, my favorite Formula One racer is like best friends with Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell. And he went, um, like dressed up with them for Halloween. And I was like, I'm so jealous. Like, where are you? You're somewhere in LA. Um, I feel like you need to start finding people and befriending them. <laughs> right. And then I'll come and visit and, you know, it'll just be great. These are the people that I will spend time with, you know. Right. In close, <laughs> in close spaces. Um, no giant festivals. <laughs> one thing we should discuss, this will be a shorter episode, But one thing we should discuss, which I didn't prep you for, is a mission that Jill and I have been on since the almost the beginning of the podcast to free Jack Eichel from the Buffalo Sabres. 
And it was rumored at some point that Calgary was like in the mix to get him. And I was very against this because who knows if he's ever going to play again is my problem. Like he was a great player, but this surgery that he wants, like who knows what's the outcome going to be. So it comes out this week, earlier this week, that the final two teams are Vegas and Calgary, but no one's meeting Buffalo's demands. And, but both teams said they would allow him to get the surgery. So like a while back, we discussed that he wants a specific neck surgery. The Buffalo doctors won't sign off on it. Basically, they want him to do some other treatment. So he they're hoping that one of the new teams allows the surgery. Yeah. So they stripped him of his captaincy. Like a couple weeks ago, he obviously hasn't played for them all season because he's injured. And so in my mind, I'm like, why would Calgary pick him up? Like, it's such a risk. He's out this entire season, you're going to give up like at least one good player, if not two for him and high draft picks. And I'm just not here for it. So, and and Daryl Sutter came out making all these comments about how he hasn't heard anything about this potential trade and that he hasn't even seen Jack Eichel play. He doesn't even know if he can play anymore, which is basically him telling the GM, like, do not do this. So what you're saying is he's going to Vegas. He went to Vegas. He got traded. But this is the hilarious part is now all of these things have come out and they're like, oh, look at how stacked the top line of Vegas is going to be, like, blah, blah, blah. This kid isn't even playing this year. Like, we don't even know what he's going to be like post-surgery. And they're, like, celebrating this victory um, What's surgery? Is it like fused discs or something? I think there's something with his like, I there's something going on with his discs, and all I know it because I'm not a doctor is there's some specific treatment the Buffalo doctors wanted him to do, and he was very against it, and he consulted with doctors outside of the team, and they recommended this surgery. But when you play in the NHL, the team has the team to sign off. You have to have a say. Yeah. And the team wouldn't sign off. Um, but Vegas will sign off, is the the understanding. So he well, will get the surgery. Well. He'll be out all year. Um all season. But people are already talking about like what line he's gonna play in, and it's like I feel like recovery is not easy from like, no. really, you know, on your spinal disc. My great uncle just, like, just had discs fused and now he's like, I mean, he was able to walk right yeah. after better than he could before, but he's still recovering and that was in the spring. Right. And it's not like no pro athlete <laughs> pinky surgery. It's like your neck. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, I'm glad he's out of Buffalo, although Buffalo's been having a phenomenal season so far, which is very weird, but glad that he's out of Buffalo. Hopefully he does well in Vegas. We'll have to wait at least another season to see what he can do there. Then you can fly over. At least it's not too far. (laughs) Watch. We can test it out, see how it goes. Um, 
So that's the only other update that I had, unless we want to discuss, did you watch the Hating Game trailer? Um, Obviously. I still don't know how I feel about the recasting of the male lead. You know my feelings. Jill also feels the same. Um, Not about the recasting, because I don't think she knew that it was recasted, but she said that he's not what she imagined. Yeah, I agree with Jill. (laughs) So all of our listeners... Jill and I have discussed this book before, I'm sure. But The Hating Game, we highly recommend it. Young adult novel, obviously, because that's all we Fantastic. Need. It's like it's a so love-to-hate romance trope and fantastic. It's so, it's so, so good. Like, I can't even explain. Between co-workers, it just has everything that we need. Everything of the sort. And they're, they all made it into for a good rom-com. Yeah. Exactly. So it is becoming a movie, and it comes out December 10th. With Lucy Hale, and was also supposed to be Robbie Amal. Yeah, and now but, is Austin Stowell. Stowell, Stowell. Yeah, something I'm like that. He's he's not important. What we need to know is Lucy Hale's in it. And I mean, obviously, I'm going to watch it, and yeah, I'm going to probably enjoy it either way. But I I still have mixed feelings. I need to see how it's going to play out. But the trailer looked so good. Like, it really did. Ignoring him, that part of it, it looks like it's going to be fantastic. I mean, you sent it to me. My other friend sent it to me, like, all within, like, 20 <laughs> minutes of it's, like, when it came out, I guess, or when people were sharing it. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to watch this movie 20 yeah. times. <laughs> I, fo- I follow Lucy Hale on Instagram, so I just happened to see that she posted it, and I was like, oh, my God, it's happening. <laughs> Yay! Finally, I feel like they've been filming it forever. They announced it like two years ago, and then they start. They filmed it during COVID last year, which is why Robbie couldn't do it because I think it was supposed to film before COVID, and then got pushed back. And then he had another production. He was here filming last year. He was filming Resident Evil. Yeah, so I think that was the conflict. Which is upsetting because he's just so great. Honestly, I rewatched The Duff the other day and he's just so attractive. No, oh, I haven't watched that movie in a long time. <laughs> um, what else is he in? He's in those like cheesy rom-com movies. Yeah. Um, another Christmas one that I just saw the preview for on Netflix is called mm-hmm. Love Hard, maybe. Definitely watch that on Friday. <laughs> With Nina Dobrev. Was it yeah. good? It was worth a watch. So okay. the, the one guy in it is in Mindy Kaling's new show. Okay. Um, and Never Have I Ever. So he's like a 20-something playing a teenager in the other show. But in this movie, plays an appropriate age. Is he so the guy like, that oh, catfishes wait. her? No, the other one. Okay. The guy who catfishes her, though, was in Crazy Rich Asians. So uh, thank like, you. I was like. An acting cast. Yeah. I was like, they where is he from? from? He plays Bernard, right? Yes, like the crazy cousin. This is the exact conversation I had when I was watching the movie. <laughs> um, it looks it looks good. It's like a Christmas movie, so I'll be watching it. Maybe when my mom's here, I'll watch it with it her. It was cute. But I'm like, I'm kind of worried she's going to fall for the catfish guy. And like, I just can't stand for that. Don't spoil it. Yeah, like. no, I won't. I won't spoil it for you. When I watched the trailer, I was like, mm, not sure how this is going to end. This is not my usual predictable rom-com. Right. The tra- from just the trailer, that's what my guess is. So um, I guess I'll keep everyone posted as we watch it. Um, 
Any last parting words here before we end? I don't think so. I mean, I just want a full report back on uh, the new puppy situation. Yes. I expect to see how the fake lawn goes. I'll send it to you. It's actually real grass. Don't worry about it. I'm so, I have so many questions. I'll send you a photo. I'll send you a photo of it. Well, maybe this can be a reminder too. Don't forget to change your clocks. Like we forgot. Oh, right. Daylight savings. The worst thing to exist. Truly. I really just wish we vote to get rid of it. Yeah. One day. Fingers crossed. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week. New episodes will be released Tuesday mornings. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts and subscribe. You can also follow us on Instagram at We Talk Extensively and on Twitter at Talk Extensively. See you next Tuesday.